die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Hello, episode 10, titled Countdown. Um, I'm FM Grasshopper, and as ever, joined by the talented co host Dan Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Danny. Um, Grass and Gear back to its usual roots today of, of playing a game. Um, I don't know about you, Dan, I've not watched Countdown for well over a decade. No, I mean, last time I watched it was before Car of Autumn had all work done. <laughs> so, for those unfamiliar, Countdown is um, a fairly popular English TV channel programme uh, that's been running for many years. Um, the only country I know it exists is in France as well, De Chiffre d'Elet. Um, so, I guess if any foreign listeners want to Google what Countdown's about, it probably now's the time to do so, because today might not make much sense. Um Dan, have you, have you got a general idea? Can you remember, recall it when watching it? Well, I mean, luckily you explained most of what happened again to me before the podcast, so it sort of reminded me. Yeah, we we have a, we have a structure today, which I'll just quickly go through. So we'll go through our usual beer opening in a sec. Um, then we've got letters round. So um, Gear will be trying to break uh, a code of words and trying to guess the word. And then we move on to the numbers round, which is quite daunting for me because I'm a writer, I'm not a mathematician, and um, Gear is going to be our Rachel Riley. Um, so you're going to be inside an Essex girl, Dan. Ah, I've played that wrong before. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we finish up on a conundrum and see if, if Dan again can crack the conundrum. Um, and then we've just got a, an outro really of just finishing up talking about the World Cup, which is so near now, only nine days away. Um, and we're going to announce our new employee, our social media lead. Sounds good. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to really get into it. We might start a beer, Dan. Um, what beer are you drinking today? I've got a Mythos again, Greek beer. Classic. Um, because of the World Cup's almost here, Asahi is my beer of choice for June. So I'm back on Asahi today. And I can't wait. I enjoyed it last time when we had it. Yeah, so go Japan. Yes, go Japan. Konnichiwa. <laughs> okay, um, ready when you are. Oh, it's lovely. Um, it's nice, nice cold. Yeah. Um, right, just savour that moment. Okay, um, right, so... <laughs> On for letters, Dan. So you've got to basically pick um, nine letters, um, vowels or consonants, and I'll give them to you one by one. So I don't know what you want to pick first. Um, I'll go for uh, um, two vowels. Okay, E and I. Okay, writing it down. And then the rest I'll have is consonants. Okay, I think we're meant to have more more vowels than that, but it doesn't matter anyway. So <laughs> I'll draw some consonants <laughs> for you. So we've got H, okay, N, yeah, Y, yeah, S, yeah, S, yeah, S, yeah, T. <laughs> okay. uh, I'll read that back for listeners because listeners might want to try this at home. So um, Dan has nine letters. So E. I H N Y S S 
S T. That's not a stutter. That's three S's in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only anyone with a speech issues on this podcast. <laughs> um, right. Okay, Dad. So whenever you're ready, we're gonna kickstart the countdown theme, and you'll have thirty seconds. Um, and when the time's out, I'll let you know, and um, you can tell me the words you've got. And the rule is, you get a, po- a point per per character guest. So if you've got a four-letter word, it's four points. If you're lucky enough to get nine word, uh, nine letters, so the whole whole complete um, anagram, you'll get eighteen points. Uh, well, that's a bit ambitious. Let's do this. Okay, so w- whenever you're ready. Right, I'm ready. Okay, three, two. One, go. That went very fast, and I wasn't even doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just swigging my beer. <laughs> um, so come on, Dan. How, what words have you got? Well, my bi- my biggest one's four letters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, do you want to give it to me? Yeah. Hang on. Love to. Um, <laughs> I got tiny. 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 Yeah. Uh, yep, it does check out. Um, I'm obviously Susie Dent in the dictionary corner today, so it totally <laughs> does. So that does score four. Um, shall I give you a few more? I got shit. Yeah, shit. I had shit as well. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I got yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yen. Okay, Japanese theme. Keep them yeah, there. Japanese theme. Well done. That doesn't score I any bonus tra- points, by the way. But yeah, I, I, I did. Tra- I did have an eight, and then I realised it's a phrase. It's not two. It's two separate words, so <laughs> I don't count. <laughs> any football or football manager related terms you can think of in that? No, I was look. I was looking. I mean, all I kept thinking was too many S's. It was a go for shadow striker, but <laughs> true. Um, it's not shadow strikers. Um, so obviously, yeah, I, I picked up when I did this. I picked out shit as well. That's a four. Uh, you could have got seven characters, which is siphons, uh, which is ah. a, an, an old English form for since, I believe. Um, but to score a nine and get the whole 18 points, the word was synthesis. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and do you know what that means to you in terms of the synthesis, in terms of foot manager content? It only means what um, Rozav writes right, right, um, about all the time. Yes, Rovaz, Bielsa's sixth disciple... Um, he's out on his own really as the the vlogger content creator Um, and I'll read out to what the synthesis is if that's alright yeah it's no problem Um, so for those at home that aren't aware what the synthesis is it's it's pretty far out so the synthesis is a bunch of ideas from the great footballing minds it's a 4-3-3 or a 4-1-2-3 defensive shape of a 4-1-4-1 overloading central areas of the pitch but also qualitative superiority on the wings, he'll go there too. 
that's in his own words. That's that's Rothers's uh, interpretation of what the synthesis is. Um, mm. To be fair, it doesn't make much sense to me at the moment, but it is a, it's a, <laughs> it's a collection of ideas um, from Cruyff to to Pep Guardiola, uh, Van Gaal, Mourinho. It's just like you know, chuck all the managers you can think of into yeah. an idea, and it is the synthesis. Um, but the reason for talking about the synthesis was quite genuine: is that it's it's an approach to playing the game that um, you know people perhaps aren't aware of. I, I know a lot of people now are thinking thinking ahead to the new foot manager even though there's a World Cup in the way and a few more months yeah. yet um, but thinking about what saves they can do so I was just going to treat this as a discussion as to say how other people can play FM so some people pick the club or a, an actual challenge but someone like Rovaz even pretty much like myself like with trying to model other managers or historical teams like Diego Simeone's teams or people want to do the cross total football kind of thing um, it's another way to play FM so I, I don't know what if you got any feelings towards the synthesis or just replicating styles and can it does it is that a, a way to interest you in, in into starting a foot manager save? Yeah, I mean, interest. I think everyone has an idea of a style of play. I mean, you get a lot of people right like our oh, my tactics the Guardiola way, and it's it's not. It's just a, a load of team instructions added on in that. I think what he's trying to do is actually have a style of play which he's created based off a load of people and take that from club to club, save, save to save. I mean, you've got, you, I wouldn't, if it's a style of play or a style of um, way, way you go about it, but you've got your, your FIBA thing you use. Yeah. Um, there's other people out there that like try and play like defensive football. I mean, um, according to FM, did that one in, in Holland where he tried to play like anti football. You know, you, you and um, trying to be like we create like a totally foolish sort of tactic, and you can get this. And I think it is a good take on it on the game, but I, I always question the longevity of it. Yeah. Because like, how how long can you keep? Does it come stale just playing one way, or is it a fact that if you start it down low enough, it takes time to build a team to play that one, or if you're just jumping straight in with Barcelona, you're creating it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, everyone can play in the game their own way, and it is a different table. And it's never—I wouldn't say it's an approach. I—I've never set out to play a certain way. My teams evolve to play a certain way based on how my um, save goes. Yeah. So I'm—I um, mean, I—I think you're you're a little bit different. You try and play like a certain way with your side at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I think more it comes down to the fact that. I just enjoy reading and then ideas come from reading. I suppose other people can find ideas from video content or, um, I don't know, just be maybe creative, but I find the more I read then an idea comes and then you can go on a tangent that way. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of that's that's how I go on about it. But um, I just thought it's something to talk about and something to people yeah, to, to, think, to think about if they're starting new saves between now and, and FM19. If if you're like a bit stale when you can think think of a save to do, it's a good thing. I mean, pick up pick up a book, Google, you know, maybe look at something, what someone else has done, yep. and try and recreate it. Even if it just gets you playing the game again, if you feel like your saves come to an end. Yeah, I, there's, I mean, it, there's bits like even just simply like a match report. I've I've done that before where I've just opened a match report of a of a match that's happened historically, like either Champions League or even before then, and just thought, okay, what is kind of the 
the, the, the written down word then what what kind of style are they talking about the managers and saying okay how could, does that translate into a firm and to be fair you can't always translate words and literature into football manager but on the whole it does a bloody good job I think really um, I think the good thing about football manager is everybody interprets something differently when um, within yeah. their tactics and stuff like that you could have three people that are saying they're going to do a pep tactic and play that way I think they all have three different tactics because people interpret to it different, which is a good way, of, really. I mean, there is no right or wrong way. I mean, there's obviously ways that, that create weaknesses for your team. Yeah. But if you're trying to play a certain style, everyone will have a different interpretation of that style. So, I mean, there is no wrong way to do it. There are, well, I say there's no wrong way. There is obviously a wrong way if you do it totally wrong. <laughs> but... <laughs> that if you're if you're doing it the right way and you're trying if you're actually watching the games and trying to re- recreate a style of play, then there isn't a, effectively a wrong way you can do it. Yeah, if that make if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Although I'm I'm harking back now to the media coverage in the actual Foot Manager game where it says football is universal language. Yeah, and it's not a problem. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that brings around the letters round. I know it's pretty quick, but I think it's quite a good discussion. People have learned yeah. what the synthesis is or isn't at the moment. Um, maybe they're scratching their head and googling synthesis, but we'll plug Rovers perhaps when the pod goes out, um, yeah. and people can find him that way. He has done actually mm. some blog posts on it before, I believe, and I think he does intend to carry on blogging. Um, he's one of the, the the blogging old school kind of thing, so do check him out. Um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, letters round done. The numbers round. Uh, so, you, yeah, sorry, yeah, you've done the letters round. You scored four. Yeah, I mean, um, you asked me to cut out some le- numbers, which I've done. Yeah. So make it official right in the game. So I believe the way to do it is you're gonna shout out some um what you want. So I got four four large numbers and um twenty little little numbers between one to ten. Yep. Um, and then you get to choose six of them. And then you've got to try and um, meet a number. Yeah, and our number is predetermined. We, we, we've got to admit that, haven't we? So what, yeah. what is the number I've got to get? 442. Excellent. Um, and I haven't got the use of a calculator here. No. Uh, I've just got a notepad in front of me and a pen, and I'm shitting myself. Because um, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know, it's quite a hard, really. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it'll be fine. Okay, so I'm gonna choose then. I think I think the way it's done in countdown is that we you select either large or small. Um, okay. So I'm gonna say, can I have three of the large numbers, and you can read them out to me now. Um, seventy-five. Okay. Twenty-five. Okay. Um, fifty. Okay. Right, and, and, and then that leaves three smalls. Three smalls you can have. Let's make it easy for you. Four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Two. I can't just put them together, can I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it works like that. Okay, right. Oh dear. So just, just again, he's got four, four, two. Yep. 50, 25, and 75. Yeah. It doesn't help me that I'm gonna try to get four for two, and I've got four for two in the let- in the numbers. <laughs> but let, let's just go with it then. So, um, have you got a stopwatch? 
I have. Okay. So I will tell you when to go. Tell me when to go. Oh wait, what's, wait I need to swig a bit. Beer. It's beer, beer, beer. Are you ready? No, I'm just finishing this bottle. One sec. <laughs> okay, right. I'm ready to go. Okay, let me know when. Go. Okay. point i tell you the the number i got what's the number you got <laughs> okay i think i've got four 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 that's close not yeah close by two um i'll go you through the workings to see i'm not going <laughs> mad um i'll get a calculator as well to validate what i'm doing so i went 50 times by four yeah two and got 200 yeah um then i times by two yeah. I got 400. Yeah. Then I did 75 take away 25 to equal 40. No, no. shit, that's so, 50. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to correct you, but I didn't know if I was right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 50, and then... Yeah. <laughs> so then I did that plus the 400 to get, obviously now, 450. Yeah. So you did the plus, but you thought it was 440, so you should have done the minus. So I'll do, no, 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 I'll do 450, then I did the minus 4, so I've actually got 4, 4, 6. 6. Oh, that's not too bad, 4 off. Yeah. Um, a slight little faux pas with the maths there, but um, he's actually under pressure on 30 seconds, and I haven't, I've never played Countdown before. <laughs> Probably never will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 446 is my score, so I'm sure there's going to be some little boffin crying down at yeah, their, at their got together. yeah and I'll be like oh fuck <laughs> you you gonna do it then you gonna do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah 442 then Dan we need to talk about 442 in, in effort manager yeah. well I mean I, I would say it's probably um, one, one of the most well known tactics in the world of football which a lot of people probably use um Basically, in the old ones, I would say, especially back in the championship managers, definitely used it a lot, personally, myself. Yeah. And um, It's surprising. It's, it's had a little resurgence this year, isn't it? Because obviously, yeah, it has, hasn't it? Some people seem to be using it. I used to be 4 4 2 um, back when you said like CM days. It used to be great formation. Mm. It was either that or like the 5 3 2, which was pretty formidable. Yeah. Um, but then I haven't used it really in FM, and I actually have used it this year, kind of. You know, I said in the four one four one podcast where um, I tried to use a four four two straight away, didn't work. Went to four one four one, haven't really looked back. But I still, I'm still reliant on the four four two sometimes um, as a fallback. Yeah, um, I do as well. Yeah, so should I just talk about how I use four four two as a as a, yeah. as a panic station as four four two, and then you can say <laughs> if it, if it's similar. But what what I do is when I go four four two is I don't I don't reach, I don't change the the mentality. 
uh, or the team shape, I kind of figured that my, my, my bastards there, they're kind of used to playing that way. They, you know, it's working anyway. Just let's not change it too much. But what I do is I do the classic take off the defensive midfielder, um, whack him up front, put him as a target man attack. So that's normally going to be a Romero type player, Maxi Romero, who's who's pretty strong, sturdy. Um, and then he has an advanced forward running off him. And I don't change the winger roles, the wide roles, because they're attacks. I've got a winger attack and a, a wide midfielder attack. And they are bombing forward and they put in a lot of crosses. And, you know, when I see the 4 one for one not working, 4 4 twos, now that I know my team and I know the oppositions and what, what I can work well against and poor against, sometimes it is glorious to see it when you when you pull back a match with a 4 4 two, I must admit. Yeah, so <laughs> well, yeah, I thought I lost you there for a minute. <laughs> no, so I just think I just think a minute because mine's pretty much the same. I I do the same. I take the um, defensive midfielder off. I um put him up top. I tweak my team structures a little bit. I because at the moment I'm playing with work ball in the box. I take that off and hit early crosses him. Yeah, and then I um I play with two complete forwards up front when I do that. One on attack, one on support. Do you do anything to the midfield roles? Because one thing I no. do, I, I take off a little bit of risk from the central midfield attack because he's got um, dribble more, um, tries more risky passes. I kind of just take them off just to have a little bit more, perhaps less risk taken in the centre of the park because really, I really want to get it either wide really to, to cross in or as, as further forward as I can. Um, you've got the target man kind of, even yeah. though he's on attack, he's dropping deeper. Um, and the advance forward is just bombing on. It, you know, it, it works well. And I normally just have a centre of midfielder attack. Um, sometimes it's a ball winning, mid, ball uh, winning midfielder on support. Um, sometimes I tone that down a bit um, and either have like a, just a CM support, just you know, so he doesn't go gung ho everywhere. So I depend on some, the opposition's um, tactic because um, I play with an inverted um, winger and a winger on the other side. Now, if they're playing free at the back, I will change the inverted winger to a winger to exploit their gaps in behind their um in where their full back positions. Yeah. So then that obviously gives spreads their back free out, creating more space. So normally it depends on their tactic what they're playing. Do you get much in, of free at the back? Because I hardly ever see that in Argentina. I'm I've always I'm it, always facing a back four or a back five generally, or or even the the two shitty defensive midfielders sitting above the back four well obviously where I've um, dominated Turkey I mean you probably not experienced this but <laughs> when you start dominating in a league <laughs> your um, teams are adapting to my tactics so they're playing a bit deeper and what I am finding is either five along the back three along the back with two um, wing backs in the wing back positions with two DMs Right. so they are actually getting quite defensive so I've asked her if all my tactic recently season on season because you're so successful yeah yeah I mean um, I can give you some tips if you want (laughs) but um, (laughs) okay but no um, because they are changing at this start they were a lot more attacking because when I took over we were a relegation battle inside yeah so they were a lot more open now I've noticed more and more that they're becoming defensive a lot of teams are setting off with one guy up front and the other is all midfield all behind yeah. So it's it has really 
in a way, it's kept the game going a bit because I'm having to adapt. Yeah. Sometimes game to game, just with player roles, just to exploit the gaps. You know, I've um I've had to change a few roles in that. Um, my centre midfielder attack's gone to a Masala on attack. You know, just quick little bit more there. You know, I've um my full backs and our wing backs to push them up a bit to try and overload the team a bit. Yeah, I, I find so, those kind of tweaks happen when when I change a player. If a player leaves the club and I bring someone in, it's never quite the same. So you, you kind of have to adapt a little bit around the team. It's like a domino yeah, effect. I mean, like if you're, I always, I always try and sign the um, player that's ready to play the role that I'm currently playing. Yeah, but but obviously I understand if you can't get that, then you might have to adapt it. Yeah, but I mean um. I was looking at my original tactic and what I play now, and it's totally different. And then I, um, it's a shame, really, that I, I didn't take more um, screenshots early on. Yeah, well, one, one thing nice. I do is I always take a, a back. I like to do a save as at end of as every season, so I've got like a season one, end of end of season two, and I can go back and do that. That's because um, you think about these things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to go back and look at, uh, over the save once it's done, once it's done, kind of thing. And it makes sense when you're blogging because you can go yeah. back and summarise things. Um, but, but yeah, the, back to the four four two, it is it's a good tactic if you, if you can get it working. Yeah, I do. I do feel like the centre midfield can be an issue because you do see a lot of teams playing with three in the middle. Yeah, in some either an attacking midfielder and two centre midfielders or. Defensive midfielder, two centre midfielders, yeah. or some sort of combination. So just having a two in there has always been the sort of England thing. We get you get overrun a bit, so it's all about how you adapt yeah. the rest of your I team. Think, I, think, I think you've got to have like an athletic central pair. Really, I, I tried a, yeah. a double cinco system, Argentine system with two fives, and I had old guys, and it just didn't work. You've got to have players that you know are quite af- af- athletic. I think yeah. f- for it to work, really. Um, I know. I think Samo probably says the same. He he bangs on about the four four two as if like he invented it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he uh, he's wrote a post on it. So um. yeah, I mean, um, people get go over. We give him a shout out, yeah. and um, people go over and look for his thing. We'll, we'll probably tell you what we we'll do for Samo a favour. We we'll link out his post. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Post. I and think he'll really appreciate that. He will, yeah. I mean, like, give him a shout out and get him some views. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think that's that's four four two in a nutshell, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for picking that number. Uh, obviously, I fucked up a bit with the numbers, but I got I got fairly close in the end, roughly through through sheer sheer chance, really. Yeah. Well, uh, it was good effort. Thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this now leads on to the conundrum, which is the mar- like the, the end, the end part of the the countdown show. Um, it's basically whoever buzzes in. Obviously, it doesn't really work with two people because I actually have to come up with a conundrum. Um, <laughs> but you're buzzing in, and do you want to show listeners what you're buzzing in with? Well, you, I was going to try and buzz in. You've got a bit. Can you flick the flick your bell? Would you mind? I, I can flick my bell anytime you want. Okay. So I can try and buzz in with this. That's glorious. So, um, hopefully that'll be satisfactory. Yep, you heard you heard that as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I did. There you go. Okay. Well, don't go too gung ho with the flicking of the bell. You've only, <laughs> you only got to do it once when you guess the conundrum. Um, yeah. So, you're gonna have to write this down, Dan, because we can't. In, I think in the game show you kind of you reveal. Yeah, I, I got I got my pen and paper ready. Okay, so I'll read it out as the actual 
conundrum words. Um, it's, yeah. Hopefully, it won't contribute. It won't. Hopefully, it's not too controversial. Anyway, um, you ready? Yeah. So I'll read it out and then I'll read the letters out. So, hi, homos, riot yo. <laughs> so that is H I, hi. Yeah. Homos, H O M O S. Yeah. Riot, R I O T. Yeah. And then yo, Y O. Okay. Um, so you're going to, once you get my stop clock ready, you've got 30 seconds to guess this. Um, you don't have to wait the whole 30 seconds. You can flick the bell um, whenever it's necessary. Uh, two seconds. <laughs> right, so whenever you're ready, Dan. All right, then. Ready when you are. Okay, three, two, one, go. Oh, seven seconds, not even eight seconds, Dan. That's impressive. Um, what do you think it is? I think, well, I could be wrong, but I think it might be Hiro Yoshimoto. Hiro Yoshimoto is correct. Um, yes. For, <laughs> for listeners at home wondering what the hell that is, um, that is the guy that is going to take on the Grass and Gear Twitter account for the month of June, basically, and a little bit of start of July if Japan are that successful in the World Cup. He is our social media Japanese lead. And he's the guy that kind of, you know, um, just basically was head and shoulders above every other applicant we had. Massively. Um, he was unbelievable. Um, we've got a little bit of audio message from him. He He's he's based in Tokyo, so I don't know what the time in Tokyo right now is, but he's I'm guessing he's sleeping or doing something, I don't know, building something, some robot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually recorded an audio message for us to greet our fans. So I'm just going to play that now, okay? Okay. Two secs. Three, two, one, go. Konnichiwa. Watashi wa Yoshimoto Hiro to iimasu. Tokyo ni tsuma to kodomo futari de sunde iimasu. Grass and Gear family ni mukaete moraete totemo ureshi desu. As Hiro, I bring you incredible coverage of this summer's World Cup tournament in Russia. Japan are looking to win. And with grass and gear, I hope we can support the team all the way to the final on Saturday, 15th July. I thank the bosses for allowing me to undertake this role direct from Tokyo. I love football manager and I am privileged to be on the best FM podcast. Okikitadakiありがとうございました. <laughs> and that was Hero. <laughs> um, yeah, so Hero is our guy. Um, he, what a guy. He was head and shoulders above everyone else. He was the applicant. We sh- we shortlisted it, and then during an interview, he just made us laugh so much. So <laughs> you've got your CV. Do you want to read out some of the uh, stuff he's done? Because it is actually quite impressive, really, in terms of football he is quite impressive. football manager. So go for it. Well, it was um, a CV. He wrote down that um, he works for Nissan. He's been a team maker there for 10 years. <laughs> do, do we drink to- tea? I, don't, I actually don't drink tea. I drink tea. I like tea. Okay. Um, Tesco value blue stripe. Right. <laughs> you should get um, them sponsoring you or something. <laughs> he can speak Japanese, obviously, and some English. Yeah. I thought his English wasn't too bad. Um, it, too, it was better than mine. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he struggles a bit, but 
I think in terms of the tweets, I think his he's written yeah. English is better than his verbal English. Yeah. Um, um, he was born in an Asadi factory whilst his mum was working overtime. That's the beer I'm drinking now. So that was another yeah. link. When, as soon as I read that, I thought, fucking hell, this guy. It's fate. Yeah, get him in. Get him on the pod. Um, he said he loves football manager and he's been playing since championship manager four. Okay. Um, he On this year's one, he used Samu's Scottish database. And he's won the Champions League with Sterling after five seasons. <laughs> yeah, he, he chose Sterling Albion and he just pissed all over it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he um, on FM17, he completed the Hall of Fame challenge. Yep. I think he did, it really, he did it really quickly, didn't he, as well? Oh, yeah. He just blew it out. Think- and um, <laughs> his, his, um, his favourite formation is 4-1-4-1, so hopefully that was a good link with us. Yeah, but he doesn't use any attribute masking, and that yeah, that for me is a, is a bonus. It's a bonus. Um, so yeah, Hiro Yoshimoto, remember the name. Um, we're gonna we're gonna probably once once this pod's gone out, we'll we'll get him to do a few tweets. But his his main remit is really the World Cup coverage. So <laughs> for listeners that are unaware, he a hero will be kind of live tweeting the games, perhaps even on the build up, just you know, announcing team lineups. Yeah. Some crazy facts, I don't know. Um, it's a bit of an unknown, really, because we don't know how good he is at social media, really, PC. Is he going to is he gonna rein it in a little bit? I don't know. Um, but we've given him the username and password anyway already, so it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, we, then then obviously Gear or Grot, like myself, one of us will be with him during the day of watching the mm. Japanese games. Yeah. Um, I think some of them are during like office hours for me. Um but there's a few evening games as well, and I think there's a weekend game. So between between the both of us, we can be with him as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you, Hero. Um, and yeah, it's thank just, you to all the other applicants. I mean, everyone else. I mean, we we interviewed a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, there's a few people we didn't interview, like obviously Paul the Northman. Paul, yeah, Paul went in with a chance at all. I mean, he he English is better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you you just described him straight away, didn't you? You just. Yeah, yeah, straight in the bin. Straight out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that really is a quite a short pod today, but a um, bit jovial. Um, that that ends the Grass and Gear podcast this this week. Um, just so basically who we are, Dan, and what we've been doing recently in the FM scene. Uh, I did do a post uh, last week, I think, which was yeah. I titled it Total Recall, and that was surviving the Continental Final, which was my Recuper Final when. Basically, my whole team was aware of international duty. So that was just kind of um, how did I cope and what did I do? And I eventually did win the trophy. Um, but it's hopefully it's a good read for some people that, you know, when the shit hits the fan, it's, it's you know, it's not it's tempting to always chuck the towel in and give up on do another save. Um, but, you know, you can pull it back. And that's that's how I did it. Um, so that's a post from me. That's on fmgrasshopper.com forward slash fm18. Yeah, what about you, Dan? Any um, any FM plugs this week? No, mine's mainly um, just been on the Slack channel. Um, I just won another title in Turkey on the final day. And um, I've just been updating about that, really. And um, how about I've been using the director of football a bit more since um, Oliver Jensen came on and we spoke about it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's worth easy to put my transfer record, signing a... Um, Send a midfielder for me, so looking it's all that on my Slack channel, so you can go on Slack and join Welcome to Casper Crash. Yeah. And um but and just follow me on 
Twitter if you want it at dgear86 and um, just for some regular updates yeah and our pod is obviously is at grass n gear mm. uh, we're not weekly blog uh, pod even um, but we don't uh, we just kind of drop a pod when we can really don't we when it's hot we drop it yeah <laughs> okay so that that brings to the end uh episode 10 countdown I, I'm, I'm surprised we've ever got to, to double figures down to be honest it's pretty impressive yes and we haven't had any rebrands yet no we're still going and we've managed to be on both of them each one as well which is quite impressive so thank you for yeah. your time <laughs> uh, thank you for your time as well yeah okay um cheers guys we'll see you again soon and obviously see you'll, you again, you'll, you'll see us in the listening. world cup as well cheers yeah bye